I have been unintentionally sober since December 29th. And I don't really know what the fuck to do. I don't know what to do, you guys. Don't know what to do. In typical Aquarius fashion, I'm overthinking. As per usual. So this is going to be an inner monologue that was, of course, hello, inspired by a TikTok that I posted. I kind of just verbally dumped just like a thought that I was having of the fact that I've been unintentionally sober for over a month and have accomplished this kind of cool feat not with there's no intention behind accomplishing this but I've been sober no drinking or smoking since December 29th and I'm also really competitive too so I'm like do I want to keep going do I want to like have a glass of wine but I also feel like I'm cheating if I have a glass of wine because I'm fucking competitive for what who am I competing against I don't even know so basically what had happened was is Nash and I traveled for the holidays. Of course, we were drinking and eating our way through the holidays. We get back from California from Christmas time. And now when we got back from California, we're like, okay, it's grind time. Hello. Nash is finishing up his last like week or so of work. And I basically am packing our entire house to get ready and prepared to move. And we were chatting December 29th. I'm pretty sure it was a Saturday. And... I was like, I think we should just, should we just like stop drinking and smoking for the time being and really just like hone in on, on this move? Like this is really big life change. And Nash and I had this great conversation and he was like, yeah, let's do it. And I do want to say that we don't drink often. We are not huge drinkers as is. Nash is more of a drinker than I am because he's a brewski guy. I can't even, if I sniff beer, I automatically start bloating and swelling. I can do hard cider. But that's as, that's as close as I'll get to beer because one like sip of beer and I'm blowing up like a motherfucking balloon. It fills me up too much. I can't do it. But he's a beer guy. No big deal. Nash also has not been sober for this long. We were only deciding like, hey, let's just for the next couple weeks until we move, let's just cut out drinking and smoking. We were smoking more. I was for sure at that time, like way more. And... He wasn't really smoking actually at all. It was more so me, but we were drinking, you know, wine, beer, all the goods, but we, we just did it at home. We never did it. We did it socially sometimes, but in Reno, we really didn't go out. We really didn't go out that often. Like you guys know, we just didn't root down there and there's not, there's only so many places that you can go to Reno more than 20 fucking times where it's like, okay, you literally, when I tell you guys, you see the same exact people when you go out and then you'll wake up and go to your gym the next day and see that same exact group of people. And you're like, it's too much. It's too much. I can't do it. I'm seeing the same people everywhere. And some people like that, but I don't, I really do not. So we never really just were huge drinkers in Reno, but we had a wonderful conversation where we're like, okay, We don't really drink a lot as is, but we're moving to Nashville, motherfucking Tennessee. Nash Vegas is what a lot of people like to call it for a good reason. Hello, Broadway. Yeah, the Broadway, I would say, is will bend you over harder than the Las Vegas Strip, truly, if I'm I'm being quite honest. And 
I mean, I'm just like, we're, we're going to be living a whole new lifestyle. Like we're going to be living in Nashville in our first ever major city. And like everybody knows every major city, there's tons of things to do, lots of bars, lots of things. But Nashville, especially it's like, hello, we going to be drinking. We going to be partying. We're going to be having a good time. But I was, I'm getting again, overthinking inner monologue here. And a lot of people, when I post this on TikTok, they're like, you're literally overcomplicating it. Like drink if you want when you go out and don't drink if you don't want to. And I'm like, I wish that my brain was mechanically wired to not overthink and think too deeply about quite literally everything. It is more simple than I'm making it, but let me just verbal vomit to you guys and what my mom calls diarrhea of the mouth. I've always had that. So let me just diarrhea of the mouth onto you guys. Thank you. Obviously, this is more simple than we're making it, but but I'm a little sober curious. I am, but I also love a good glass of wine. And that's kind of what we were talking about on that conversation. December 29th is when it all went down. And it was more just lighthearted. It's like, let's just like cut out. I'll stop smoking. Let's just stop drinking for a couple weeks because this is a huge life change with the move. And we don't want to be waking up like hungover when we have our whole house to pick pick up and pack and, and whatever. And he's like, my Nash, my Nash. Nash was like, totally, let's do it. I love that idea. So we pretty much didn't drink or smoke for a couple weeks. But now it's the first week of February is done. And I haven't picked up or had a sip of alcohol or any weed. And now I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> how do I reintroduce, how do I reintroduce drinking back into my life? And now I'm looking back at the past month and a half. And again, not huge drinkers as is, but I love, oh my God, I just love wine. I love it. I love me a good glass of wine. Hard alcohol is really not my thing. I'm more of like a wine and seltzer gal, I would say now, because even if I only have just like one shot of alcohol, I will feel that in the, in my cells through my bones for like a week after. Hard alcohol is tough for me. Like I'll definitely have cocktails and mixed drinks and stuff and I'll take shots. I'll rip a few, but it does not make me feel good. It doesn't make anybody feel good, but, but you know what I'm saying? I'd rather like, I feel less shitty, still feel shitty, but less shitty when I have a couple white claws or seltzers or a couple glasses of wine. And I love a good wine drunk. I love to end the night sometimes. If you've got just a long day of work, just pouring yourself a glass of wine. But here's the thing. If I'm drinking, I want to get drunk. I don't want to drink just for the flavor of it. I do. I would say the only thing that I actually genuinely like the flavor of is wine, but it's like, what's the point of drinking if I'm not going to get a little buzzed and drunk? And if I'm going to get buzzed and drunk, then I'm probably going to feel like shit the next day. I'm going to not sleep very well and I'm going to wake up with a little bit of anxiety, right? And that's kind of where I'm like, but oh God, I know, I know I'm overcomplicating it. I'm even listening to myself right now. And it's just like, so if it's not this complicated, but I'm hoping that some of you guys out here can relate to this thought process. I know some of you guys are simple thinkers and I love you for that. And honestly, very envious of you. I have a really hard time shutting my brain off and I tend to think too deeply. It's not like, oh, I'm a deep thinker and it's, it's such a pro and I love to, no, I can't shut my fucking brain off. There's sometimes where it's like, you're going past the limit where it's like, you're damaging yourself at this point. And I get that, but that's kind of like where I'm at right now. And I'm a little sober curious looking back at the past 
month, month and a half, have I been getting better sleep? Yeah. But obviously moving across the country will have you absolutely knocked out at night. Um, do I have less anxiety for fucking sure? I'm not waking up with like a little bit of anxiety, even if I only have like a glass or two of wine, you can still feel that a little bit the next day. You know, I feel like my mental health is just overall a little bit more stable, a little bit. It's not like significant changes, but it's enough. And yeah, I overall just feel better for sure. But the intention wasn't to be sober for this long. But now I'm in Nashville and it's like, I want to drink and have a good time. Mutually exclusive experiences. I don't feel the need to drink to have a good time. I'm, you guys know, hi, I've got a whole fucking podcast. I can talk to a wall for hours. I'm a social butterfly. I absolutely love talking and I love meeting random people out, having a conversation, doesn't matter, male, woman, whatever. I love to meet human beings and have deep conversations and look into their soul and be like, tell me all of your secrets. I want to know everything about you. I love that. There's nothing that fills my cup up more than that. I love conversation. It's like my favorite. It's for me, the most intimate thing is like a deep conversation, more intimate than being butt ass naked in front of someone, you know, that's just me though. So I don't feel the need to have a drink to be social. I'm not an introvert necessarily where it's like, I have to have a couple drinks to ease the nerves or anything. I can go out sober and I also love to go out high which right now I've seen some things circulating on the internet, on the World Wide Web, the WWW. And I've been seeing some fun little mixed, what is it? It looks like a seltzer, but it actually has THC in it, which that's not new. That's not new. There's been drinks with THC in it and CBD and whatever for a long time, although CBD is not illegal in a lot of states. I'm in a different state now. I'm not on the West Coast now, Mo. Although weed is legal in the city of Nashville, but illegal in the state of Tennessee. That doesn't make sense to me. I'm not really going to get into that. It, it kind of makes sense, but not really. I'm like, how can you be? Uh, whatever. Anyways, um, but I've been seeing some like seltzer looking drinks that are have THC in it. I'm like, wait, that's kind of fun. I could definitely get down with that. I don't feel necessarily, it definitely depends on the strain of weed for sure, where if I have some edibles, you know, some adult gummies, or maybe I take a few hits of a dab pen or, I mean, dab pens really be having me feel like shit because that is just really concentrated THC and it's more convenient because it doesn't really smell. It's easy. You can take it anywhere. It looks like a fucking, looks like a little charger or something. Like it really doesn't look too doesn't look like a fucking J and it's not reeking up your whole entire house or, you know, the whole neighborhood. But I do feel less shitty with weed, but it depends on the strain. Depends on what you're, what you're smoking there. But anyways, I don't know what to do, you guys. It's a weird space that I'm in. Yes, I'm overthinking, but I'm sober curious, kind of. But I also don't want to live a sober life. I don't feel like I need to, but I guess it's more so to realizing that our lifestyle out here, now that winter is not wintering as hard 
and it's only going to get like nicer out and the weather's only going to get nicer. Like it's been like 65 degrees in the evening. I've been chilling outside here in Nashville and I'm like, oh my God, I want to fucking drink. You know what I mean? I'm like, the weather's nice. I want to drink. I want a glass of wine. But it's not like I feel the need to down a bottle of wine. But do you guys know what I mean? Where it's like, if I'm drinking, I want to feel something because that's the whole point of drinking alcohol, right? Is it? I don't know. Maybe it's not. It, it, I don't know. This is like a whole conversation. This is exactly, if you guys want to know how my brain works and what kind of conversations that I have with myself all the time, because I talk to myself all the fucking time. Do you guys talk to yourself all the time? I talk to myself all the time. I'm having fake conversations with myself when I'm washing the dishes, when I'm driving, of course, when I'm in the shower. Hi. I mean, that's the best time to have an argument with nobody is in the shower. And I'm always constantly talking to myself and just my inner monologue is just going off. All She's popping off. Like she's popping her pussy all the fucking time. It's exhausting. She's exhausted. Give her a break. You know, I can't. This is how my brain works. So yeah, I would definitely say I'm a little bit sober curious. I definitely feel like I'll probably have a glass of wine eventually and you know, break it. But it's like I've accomplished this kind of cool thing unintentionally. It wasn't like I went into that conversation with Nash being like, I want to be sober for a very long time. I feel like it affects me a lot and I'm not a good person when I'm drinking. I don't like who I am when I'm drinking and smoking. I don't like the way it makes me feel, et cetera, et cetera. It was more so like, hey, we're moving across the country. Let's like feel our best during this time. Like we're already going to be eating out a ton because we, we're going to be like having no groceries. We're going to be oh, the whole shebang. We're going to be exhausted. Let's not add fuel to the fire because obviously drinking and smoking is definitely going to make you feel a little shitty, right? And that was the intention going into it. But now it's like I'm having this whole realization where I'm like, dang. And somebody commented on my TikTok that I posted where it's like, well, if you're thinking this hard about it, like maybe that's a sign that like something deeper is going on. And I was like, is it? Now I'm thinking about that. Now I'm like, wait a minute. Is it though? But I don't think it is. That that was more of a, I just only started to think about it in that moment. And this is what I do is I just share unprocessed thoughts on the internet, which is probably not good. I should probably sit a little bit more with my thoughts and opinions before I decide to air them out. But I was just thinking in that moment, where I was like, what's the date today? Because when you move, you don't know what time or day it is or day of the week it is. I thought yesterday was Monday. I don't even know. I, I don't even know what today is. Like, you're just kind of mixed up and jumbled for a little while. So when I looked at the calendar and I was like, okay, it's February 6th. And then I was like, holy fuck, it's February 6th. Where, when did February come? And then I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I haven't had a sip of alcohol since December 29th. Where did the time go? You know, I'm like, where did the time go? Where did the time go? Isn't there a song that's like, where did the time go? Well, anyways, but yeah, that's kind of more so. I was like, oh my God, it's February 6th and I haven't had a sip of alcohol. We're here in Nashville, the nether, the, the nether. Hi, the weather's only going to get nicer and we're going to want to go out. We're going to want to hit the streets of downtown Nash. And I'm definitely going to want to drink for sure. But I don't know. And people are like, well, just don't set rules. Like drink when you want to drink and don't drink if you don't want to drink. 
I'm like, you're so right. You're so right. It is so simple. But yeah, I think also on top of that, realizing this is a whole new lifestyle and a way of life out here in Nashville as opposed to Reno. And I think there's a little bit of angst there for me as a certified overthinker thinking about, okay, we're going to be doing so much more things here. And a lot of that is going to involve alcohol, which is okay. It's not a bad thing to go out and enjoy yourself and have drinks with friends and make memories. It's not a bad thing at all. Like, I don't think, I don't think being sober curious is bad. And I don't think going out and drinking is fucking bad. It's, it really is circumstantial, right? And it depends on your relationship. If you feel like you're going out and you are feeling like you need an escape or you're using it as a number where you're just like, I don't want to feel anything. I need this escape. It makes me feel good because I don't have to think about any of the responsibilities that I have. I don't have to think about anything. Like this is the only time that I'm happy is when I'm drinking and when I'm out with friends and doing that. If that's the case, it's not a bad thing. Don't feel bad about that. It's okay. There's millions of people that probably feel that way as well. But maybe if that's kind of the lifestyle you live or maybe that's how you feel, just take some time to be like, okay, but why am I using alcohol to numb? Why am I why am I only happy when I'm going out with my friends and there's alcohol involved and I'm drinking and I'm only happy then, but then I wake up the next day with horrible anxiety. I waste a day or two of the week because I'm just rotting away in my bed, which don't get me wrong. Mm-mm. Rot days are essential to living a happy, healthy life. You absolutely need some rot days, okay? You need to just lay in your fucking bed, not take a shower, <laughs> not do your skincare routine, and order DoorDash for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Sometimes you have to do that, okay? I'm not saying and promoting that you should do that every day and all the time and multiple times a week, no. But rot days are essential to being a woman, and living a happy, healthy, long lasting life. But if that's something that you're constantly doing and when you're in those moments, you feel like shit and there's goals that you want to accomplish. And whether that's with your work and your job, or you want to start a business on the side because you don't love your current job that you're working, but your time to do that and to grind on the outside is, is being wasted away by, the night before, right? When you choose to go out and drink and do all your things and then you wake up and you're like, I'm just going to stay in bed all day. Like there's just no point. Or maybe in relationships, maybe you're finding yourself not showing up for your friends or family or for yourself. Most importantly, you have to show up for yourself first before you show up for others and make sure you're filling that cup up. If that's how you feel, I definitely think maybe just sitting down and which is not fucking easy. Hi, who wants to sit down with themselves and look themselves in the mirror and be like, all right, let's figure out what's, what's going on. Let's dig a little deeper. Nobody wants to do that. Instead, let's just have a drink and just keep continue to numb it. Right. That's kind of how the circle works. But I do think that if that's how you're feeling, just maybe take some time to sit down with yourself or a close friend. Be like, this is kind of like how I'm feeling or a family member, whoever you feel like you can talk to with no judgment, zero judgment, call up an asshole buddy of yours 
and be like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. I recently have just been feeling like the relationship that I've had with either weed or alcohol, it's having more negative effects than it has before. And you you don't have to say either opposite sides of the spectrum where it's like, oh, it's bad for me. Oh, it's good for me. You can kind of be like, I kind of feel like it's not making me feel as good as of recent where you, I used to not really feel this way and feel like I had an issue with it or a bad relationship with it. But now I'm kind of feeling like, hmm, it's making me feel things that I typically didn't feel before. And that's okay, right? Like you don't have to be like, well, only makes me feel good or only makes me feel bad. You know, maybe it's, it's start only just starting to not make you feel the best. And you're like, oh, this is weird. Let me just look a little inward and be like, what's going on? Talk to somebody close to you and just have that conversation. Or if you don't have anybody else, you always have yourself. Have that conversation with yourself. It's not easy to just like, it's not easy to do that. And it's not fun at all, right? But it could definitely be super necessary. Now, when it comes to balancing a lifestyle with drinking and going out and making sure that you're still able to show up for yourself, friends, family, work, keeping your environment clean, making sure your mental health is okay, it's not easy. I don't think anybody has a perfect recipe for that. I don't. Hi. I do not. I think we'll come up with a good recipe once I go out a little bit more and experience a little bit more life here in Nashville. So this is kind of like a journey that we can go on together where we can kind of figure out some things and do some trial and error. I'll be like, okay, I went out sober and this is how it was. I went out and I got super wasted and this is how it was, right? And we can kind of go through this experience together because, oh boy, oh boy, I do not have a lifestyle where I was surrounded by drinking and going out a lot in Reno, but now I'm going to have that here in Nashville. And I'm very excited. I'm very excited for this time of my life. I'm excited to just go out and meet more people and do more things and hang out with my sister and go out with her and like make more memories with her because like there's nothing like a sisterhood bond and I'm super excited for that. But we'll kind of see, we'll see how it goes. But this is kind of my sober curious mind over working on overdrive where it's like I probably could just it just easily break the seal with just having a glass of wine. It's no big deal. Obviously my tolerance has completely changed, which maybe, maybe this is a way to go about it too, where it's like every couple months you take a couple weeks where you don't do anything, no drinking, no smoking, nothing, and kind of have like a little bit of a reset. And then, you know, your tolerance will definitely change and and lower. So you don't have to maybe go out as much Or you don't have to like when you go out. No, you can still go out. I don't know what I'm saying. You don't have to go out and drink as much as maybe you did before, right? Because your tolerance has changed. And you'll probably feel like that's kind of what I'm scared about is is I'm like, when I have this glass of wine, I'm probably going to feel it like fuck the next day because it's going to affect me and hit me way more than it did beforehand. So this is where, this is where I'm at. And yeah, we'll kind of see how this, how this all unfolds. I'll keep y'all updated. I'll probably have a glass of wine. I mean, I'm going to Florida 
you guys are actually, by the time this is released, you'll know that I'm already in Florida. And I think I might break the seal then. Just because I'll be with some friends, I think it'll be a good time to do it. It'll be a fun, you know, fun time to do it. And again, you don't have to drink to have fun, but mutually exclusively, you can drink and have fun at the same time, but not because of each other, if that makes sense. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. But I think I'm going to break the seal this weekend and I'm, I'm excited for it and finding a balance, making sure I'm having a good relationship with that and only going out. And this is kind of, I guess the opposite end of things where I feel like there's a good amount of people who go out a lot and maybe they find that alcohol and smoking and stuff like that is involved a lot in their lives and they're figuring out a way to maybe pull back a little bit and be like, okay, how can I balance this a little better where it's not as much, but I still know that I can have fun without drinking. I know that I can go out sober and still be myself and have the best time and I'll wake up feeling really good, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm on the opposite end of things where it's like, I don't really drink too much. And a lot of people did dry January, right? So maybe we're all kind of in the same position here where it's like, okay, I've kind of stripped it back where I stopped drinking and smoking for a while. How do I reintroduce it where I roll this out in a way that's not going to send me over the fucking edge? But I also do want to acknowledge in this episode that if you have to be sober and it's not really a choice of yours and maybe you struggle a little bit with substances and you've had bad experiences, et cetera, and you choose to be sober and you are accomplishing that and you are X amount of days sober... Let's give a round of motherfucking applause for those people out there because that's an incredible, incredible feat. It's so extremely difficult to do that considering that alcohol especially and even, you know, in some states too, there's in Reno, there's dispensaries on every corner. It's so accessible, like drugs and alcohol, smoking, weed, alcohol is so accessible. You walk into a grocery store, The wine and liquor aisle is staring at you in the face. It's like right there. And to live a life where you have to actively, I mean, avoid that and you choose to do that and you're accomplishing that, incredible, incredible. Round of applause for all of you guys out there. That's, I mean, truly, that's so difficult to do and you guys are fucking awesome and I just want to let you guys know I want to give a shout out to everybody who has no choice but to be sober. Good for you. Good for fucking you. It's the best thing that you'll ever do. I guarantee it. It's the most incredible thing that you'll ever accomplish. You know, I mean, there's other things that you can accomplish as well, but you know what I mean? I just want to take a second to acknowledge all of those people out there. And aside from that, I think being sober curious is also okay. If you are kind of just thinking about it and you're like, okay, how do I want to, but I think having these conversations with yourself and sitting down and being like, okay, how do I want to go about smoking and drinking in my life? How do I want to approach that? How do I feel like it's most healthy for me? Because you can absolutely live a healthy lifestyle when you also maybe smoke a little bit of gouge and drink a little bit. You can still be healthy and you can still live a healthy lifestyle, but there's a line, there's a thin line that you walk when it comes to that. 
And I think a lot of us cross that line, but we don't really know it. It's not like you way overstep it and you're like on one opposite end of the spectrum. You don't have to be on opposite ends of the spectrum, like either one or the other, black and white. There's kind of like a gray area when it comes to drinking and smoking. But there is a line. And I think finding that balance, it's going to look different in every single person's life, depending on your lifestyle, your genetic makeup. I mean, what kind of alcohol you like to drink, how often you like to drink, how, you know, if you're the type of person to go out all the time and you're just a social butterfly, if you aren't, you're an introvert and you just prefer to stay in, it really just depends on, oh my gosh, so many factors, so many factors. So I think having that conversation with yourself every couple months and kind of just sitting down and being like, all right, how are we feeling about the drinking? How are we feeling about the smoking? If you do smoke, do I feel like it's working well in my lifestyle? Am I feeling okay? Am I struggling with my mental health? Are there things that I feel like it's maybe holding me back from things? Or maybe you're like, you know what? I actually feel like for the first time in my life, I found a really good balance. Um, twice a week max, if you are a numbers person and you need to set certain numbers where it's like Monday through Thursday or Sunday through Thursday, no drinking and Saturday or Friday, Saturday are the two days of week that I, I drink. Or maybe it's only special occasions, only if it's a friend's birthday, if it's a family gathering, if it's, I don't know, the Super Bowl, whatever, special events. Or I don't know, you come up with your own little rules. A lot of people need to do that and they like to do that. And they're like, I only do it once a weekend. I do it two times a month or whatever. Set your own kind of expectations for yourself with this and just try it out. That's what life is about. It's just a trial and error process. That is what life is about. Just a bunch of trial and error and figuring out, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to see if it works. Did it work? Nope. It was an epic fail. I'm not going to do this ever again. I'm going to go a different route or you try it out. It works really well and you just continue to do it until it stops fucking working for you. Simple math, right? Look at that. Simple thinking over here, right? But anyways, that is my um, that is my inner monologue for the week. That's just how I've been feeling. And I'm like, okay, we've accomplished something that's kind of cool. Pat on the back for that. Unintentional, but kind of cool that I did that. And do I feel great? Yeah, I really do. But now it's time to kind of reintroduce try to at least reintroduce at least alcohol. I don't feel the need to smoke because I really only used uh, weed as just to go to bed as a sleep aid, I guess you could say, just to help me relax before bed. Because as you guys know, it's hard for me to shut my brain off. And at night I tend to have, I would say like the most anxiety of overthinking and then I would stay up and I just can't shut my brain off, et cetera, et cetera. So I would use that kind of as an aid to really help me calm down just namaste, have a good nighttime routine, you know, relax a little bit and go to bed. But now I've been drinking actually, actually, ashwagandha tea before bed. And I've been really liking that. I do feel like that has been helping me de-stress because that really helps with stress and anxiety. And I'm I'm on a huge tea hype right now. And I've been drinking that before bed, which I've really been liking a ton. And yeah, that's kind of uh, that's kind of me with weed. But yeah, I think just figuring out how to reintroduce alcohol and seeing how it goes. 
and seeing how this whole shebang kind of goes. And we'll, we'll go on this journey together. I'll keep you guys in the loop. I'll keep you guys updated. It won't be for a little bit because I got to figure it out first before I let you guys know what's going on. But uh, we'll see. But that's kind of where my sober curious mind is. I think it's a really interesting concept and I loved chatting about this. Thanks for letting me always dump everything on two guys that I'm thinking. But let me know. Send me a DM on how you feel. If you have any words of wisdom or advice or stories that you want to share when it comes to being sober curious, being sober, or maybe you have totally nailed down the perfect routine with alcohol in your life, let me know on Best Details because that's coming back. Don't you dare for a second think that I forgot about Best Details and sharing all of your guys' stories. We're doing that and we're going ham. We are going absolutely ham for this and I'm super fucking excited. So send it into Best Details. Send in your words of advice and words of wisdom and any stories that you have you let a girl know so I can share it with the bestie gang. Anyways, love you guys so much. Hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed this episode and thanks for hanging with me today. Favorite gal to hang out with. I love ya. Thanks for chatting with me and I'll talk to you soon.